All right, he's Colby Armstrong. I'm Josh Getzoff, and this is The Shift. And today, we welcome in Stanley Cup champion, Tyler Kennedy. Number 48, total camp number, but he stuck with it. I was just glad to be I was number 46 at camp one year. I'm like, well, better start looking for apartments in uh, Wilkesbury. <laughs> So we are literally at TK's house though. This is actually awesome. Look at this beautiful view. It is pretty nice. There's a guy out there working on the ground. They're always out there working, huh? Yeah, there again, uh, we have a beautiful course at Nevillewood and they keep it so well maintained. But again, there's always guys out there wheeling around, cutting grass. You know, you don't get to sneak around too much because they're always out there. I so. think TK's got a side hustle where he snorkels in this pond and gets all the balls and then resells them on local. My little guy, TK, selling balls out the side <laughs> in the middle of summer. He's just got a bucket on the Five side. Five bucks for Pro That's actually a good idea. That's actually in this area. You don't go with the lemonade stand. You go with the golf ball stand. Yeah, yeah. Just like a bucket of balls. I'll tell you what, buddy. I'll be like, let's do Dragon's Den. Let's buy half his business. Let's get going. And, just uh, sell them. Always thinking. We're always thinking now after it's all done, right? I know. I feel like I have more time now to think about, like, what's next, you know? Like... How do you kind of be successful in this next part of our life, you know? And right now, you know, again, we've only had one way our whole career, and now, now we have time. I'm like, all right, I have a training business, but like, what's what else can I do, you know? So I remember you and I talking about it when you first retired and joined the broadcast about like, and I know you know this too, TK. Like, you guys are on a schedule every single day. It's like morning skates at 10:30, then you like do whatever you do with your food. You get a nap. You go down to the game, and then all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, okay. Now you're like me, you have no schedule. We didn't have to use our brains then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, we just had to think about hockey, really, especially with like how the teams treat you. You know, you yeah. literally, especially with the Penguins, you literally just worry about playing good hockey, you know? And again, I was like 25 and just learning how to send an email or booking flights, like it was insane, you know? Now, you know, I have to keep my own schedule. I have like guys on my payroll, stuff like that. So it's like a, a, a huge change, but again, like, I couldn't believe how much of a change from playing to not playing. It, it was like a 180, yeah. you know? The way, the way I put it is like, you graduate high school when you're like 30 some years old and you're just like, what am I gonna do now? Yeah. And you know, coming from the CHL up in Canada, junior hockey, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how it feels. Right? Oh yeah, like again, like I don't know about you, but my college classes were like a joke. It was like, you're looking like, what's You went easy? to college? Like for like three <laughs> classes. I don't think, so I played my hometown and my parents just wanted me to stay busy. They didn't want me to just go to the rink all day and kind of bank on being a hockey player. So I took end up three classes and they were just like history, just like blow off classes. But again, now I wish I would have took a class. So at least I had something going into yeah. the real world, you know, and again, um, when you're done, you know, first of you're like, oh, like, where'd you go to school? It's like, uh, high school and then uh, this local college back home. It's, you know, I got three classes. I don't even know where my credits are, you know, but. Did you do, take them the whole year? You passed them? You yeah, them? yeah. Oh, so you got I, them in the bank. There you go. Yeah, good luck trying to find them. But I, <laughs> I, I remember just like, you know, copying, pasting off people, you know, and like <laughs> you're on the bus and you're just like, oh, I got this presentation tomorrow, coming back from Toronto, like, how am I gonna try to wheel this? And I remember a teacher actually said like, hey, is this copy and paste it? I'm like, yeah, I just had a tough, 
tough weeks are. And he, he, they're all pretty good, especially at home, especially in your hometown in a small uh, community. You know, they take care of the hockey players, so they help me out a lot. But yeah. again, once you're done, it's like it's cruising. You know, you're, 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 it's an uphill battle for like the OHL guys. You know, I feel like the college guys, at least they have a little bit of direction. You know, a little yeah. bit of schooling behind them, or maybe a little bit more how the world works. But OHL guys and CHL guys, like, it's a total different ball game. Yeah, we don't have forward thinking at that age, you know? Oh. Just like play hockey. Well, you're streamlined, right, to the hockey. Right? Well, yeah, you get you, a master's just, degree in that. I mean, yeah. both of you have taken that That's outside That's what I say. We went career. to Harvard for hockey, buddy, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. We got you a guys did. Played yeah. in the NHL. That is Harvard, yeah. essentially. Well, when I was trying to figure out, so when I first retired, for, and I knew it was my last year, I had just, like I was having back problems, and, like, my second last game in New Jersey, I was getting out of my car, and I blew my back out. Like, I just kinked my back. <laughs> So <laughs> sorry to laugh, but that's yeah, yeah. actually hilarious. It took, me, it took me like 40 minutes to go from West Orange down to the, the Purdue Center or whatever. And I remember it was like just took it extra long. And I remember, you know, I was just like, oh, my back's a little tight. And I opened the door and it's all here, click. And I'm like, and I'm off the side of my truck and I'm calling the trainer. I'm like, hey, he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm hanging out the side of my vehicle. Can you come out here? I, I just need a hand just getting up. You know, if he ended up coming out, he straightened me up, you know, and I got work done because I, I knew I was like, if I don't play at least one of these last two games, yeah, yeah. there's no chance Ray's going to sign me again, you know. Yeah. So I end up didn't play that game. I got a bunch of treatment, you know, and I ended up playing my last game. But I kind of knew I was like, it's coming quick here. And again, it was it was nuts, like just how it all unfolded, like getting hurt and kind of knowing it was coming to an end. And then when I was done, I kind of knew I was done. I got a call from, I'm not sure if it was Billy Guerin or Ray Shiro. And they're like, TK, this is the, one of the best advice you're gonna get. Whatever you do, don't disappear for one to five years and try to figure out what you wanna yeah, do. Yeah. They're like, get into it, call the Penguins right now and try to get a job just doing something, yeah. just to see what you wanna do. And that's what I did. And obviously the Penguins are great with, I did the learn to play, I did some radio stuff. Obviously Kobe was around, helped me out, just talk, you know, just cause you were here yeah. and you were like, obviously I didn't really know any of the alumni. You're the only alumni yeah, yeah. I knew. And I was like, hey. It's from our era. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what's this a, like retirement like? So <laughs> yeah. again, I ended up working and I, my first year out of hockey, I felt like I was still part, I felt like I was on the Penguins, but I was a healthy scratch all year, not making no money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was like, oh, like this is, this ain't too bad. And then the second year, I felt like it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, wow, like I'm not making the money I should be, or I think I should be, yeah. you know, making a hundred bucks a lot harder than I thought, you know, and everyone's, everything's competing, especially around here, everyone's competing for jobs and this and that. So it was such an adjust my second year compared to my first year, my first year again, I felt like I was like a healthy scratch my, my second year. I, I went through some tough times where I was just like, are we gonna have to sell our house? Yeah, or you're like, TK, action on life now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, it was whoa. like, I was like, Jesus, like again, like your bank account starts going down, you're like, okay, well, I, how am I gonna keep it there? You know, like again, I felt like I give up a lot to get to where I was. I don't wanna drop it because, yeah. you know, I didn't know what to do. So I ended up, you know, doing my training thing and I got, immersed in it because I ended up starting my own thing yeah. and now I'm obsessed with it and I really found what I love to do which is nice you know but again you're doing that at 30 whatever six, years old 36, instead of yeah. coming out of college as yeah. like a young whippersnipper and right like, okay here we go right. even that like I worked with Ty Hennis the, you know yeah yeah high octane and, and I just want like 
again, I would like have two kids. I'd be like, wow, this is tough. And I'd see Ty on the other side. He have like 30 kids like humming around. And I'd be like, this, this guy is where I want to be. This guy knows what he's doing. Like, and then I would talk to him and I, I still kind of text him and say, hey, what about this? Or how do you do this? And he's just so intelligent of like how to keep guys moving, how to keep it fun. Yeah. You know, that I, I, I really look up to a guy like that that helped me kind of just establish part of my program of how to do it, you know? Because again, like I always thought getting into training, it's like, all right, kid, you go around here twice, go around here twice, let's go shoot the puck, aren't you good? Yeah. You know, I'm like, wow, like, no, there's like steps, there's like building blocks, yeah. you know? And it took me a long time to learn those building blocks, but now that I have it, it's my job is so much more enjoyable, you know, because I, I know what to do. Well, you're not as frustrated, yeah, you have a plan. Right, right, because like, again, like I think four years, like Cruz was what? He was a mite. Like five, six years old, seven so he, years old. Yeah, so yeah, he, he came out with TK. TK yeah. was just starting. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it, it was like, again, oh, it so was. He was one of your first students, Cruz. Oh, there's yeah, a that's group what, of yeah, kids that he yeah, was like just all starting. Those, you know, all so. those tens. Like, especially the, when you look around Pittsburgh, the biggest numbers in hockey are the tens, nines, always 16s and 17s are coming just because they win a cup. You know, that's when yeah, all yeah, the kids cool. got really into hockey. Crosby bump. Yeah, 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 it was, it's crazy, but like, those are my biggest numbers in my training program and it's because of the Penguins, you know, but at the very beginning, I've never been more frustrated of trying to learn a new um, job or a new way to teach, you know, yeah. like, again, it's, it seems simple to teach like a seven-year-old how to skate, but there's Bend so- your knees and push, kid. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Again, Duh. especially as like, uh, you know, a yeah, Northern kind of comes simple to you a little bit too. Yeah, it's a little exactly. easier for you. Well, it's you been know? your whole life. Yeah, yeah and right. like, um, you know, growing up, Probably, but your mom was a skater, but my my dad wasn't. But they they bring me to the rink every day. They drop me off. It's a way of life, more. Yeah, it was just like, all right, skate around, and you'll be, you know, just keep skating until you get better. You know, there wasn't that much technical stuff. You know, where maybe it's a little bit different now. But like, again, now it's there's so many steps, and these kids are so good at such a young age that you really need to know the the foundation of good skill development. You know, and again, fundamentals. You, oh, like. Progressions, like you said, that's yeah, the hardest just, thing. And then yeah, developing like, a, I guess, a protocol or yeah. whatever you have with your coaching or teaching, right? Yeah, like again, there's like, a, a, I, I kind of, I really mimic Ty, you know, yeah. talking to, like, especially my first two year, I just say, hey, like, how do you do, like, what do you go from, like, inside edge to outside? He goes, no, 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 like, you know, there's four segments to each one. You just keep kind of building on each one every week. And I was like, wow, like, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, start simple, then you add, and then you add. And I was like, how's your back now? with the bad back, picking kids up and pushing kids around early. And I remember coming back from practice and my back would just go out. So I would come back to the hotel or my place and I'd be walking like this and Brand's like, it's out again. And I'm like, how can you tell, <laughs> you know? But uh, my back was good. And as soon as I retired, it took me 18 months to wake up without feeling my back. Yeah. But again, even now, like as you get older, like. I take care of myself. Like, you know, like I, I get massages every week. I'm full and rolling. It's like I play a little bit and I'm still in pretty good shape, but I got to take care of myself. You know, and that's why, again, I love my job, but it forces me to take care of myself. But again, like you see some of the older guys, older alumni, I feel like they let themselves go and they don't stay on it. And then it's just tough to get back to where they are. You know, so I've been, I've been really trying to take care of my body. We eat really healthy and- I feel like TK's talking about me. <laughs> Yeah, I it's been you. a roller coaster, TK. Let's put it that way. Well, both of you guys could probably speak to this. But you're you're still in good shape, like. Thanks, like, buddy. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, like, you're sure. not hurting though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, yeah. you, like you again. You were running just, around all weekend. Yeah. 
kind of, but like, you know what I mean? Like minimally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what you mentioned TK, I think is interesting. Like you said, you knew when it was time to be done playing, like you kind of felt that yeah. mentally, but how do you feel mentally finished, but then get like mentally ready for the next step? Cause obviously that was a challenge like that's, and that's probably yeah. something like when you go into retirement or, you know, post playing, yeah. nobody really talks about that fact. You guys, I don't want to say it in an insensitive way, but you kind of fade back a little bit because you're not the guys on the ice that everyone's focused on as the Penguins or the Devils or the Sharks, you know, the teams throughout your career, Islanders. One, really, you don't have a choice, right? Like, there's other two ways you can go. You can try to keep pushing, try to be successful in life, or you can kind of sit back and kind of, you know, go the other way where you're still trying to figure it out for five, ten years, you know? And again, I feel with me, one thing I was always good at was being able to work hard. You know, I, I've always had that skill, like, is being able to work, you know, and I'm willing to to, to work grind. hard. Yeah, I, I can grind. Again, that's how I got to the NHL. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't like I was a high-end skill player. I was, will, I was willing to outwork guys. So after my career, when I was seeing kind of what, what was going on and feeling kind of lost, I was like, well, what can I do? And one, my wife, Brandy, she goes, well, what do you know? And she, all, and she really helped me going, no, you know hockey. Yeah. You know, you might not be the best speaker, but one thing you do to do know is hockey. Yeah. And then when I got on with Ty, it kind of clicked. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to work at it. I know if I'm on the ice more than everyone else teaching, I'm going to learn. And I got to be, a, I got to kind of take the fast track yeah. because I want to get to where I need to be. You know, I, I had some goals. And again, at the very beginning, my first two to three years out, like I lived on the ice. Like I just, and I just, again, there was days where I was like, Brand, I'm done. I, I hate this. Yeah. And then the next day I'm like, wow, no, I'm, I'm great at this. I'm really good at this. And again, it's just like everyone else's job. You kind of ride the roller coaster, you know? And at the end of the day, I knew I was done when I was getting pushed down the lineup, when I was seeing guys flying around. And the biggest one was like when my warm up was longer than practice. I was like, all right, like I'd be warming up for an hour and 10 <laughs> and the practice would be like 25 minutes. And I'd be like, you know, the veteran guy, I'm just dripping sweat. I remember like, Gary Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy I think of. Yeah, like I remember when I was 20, him and you know Rex, they'd be running on the treadmill, sweating before practice. I'd be like, "All right, let's go." And, Cup of coffee. And, yeah, 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 and like let's go. Just and then and go, yeah. at the end of my career, I'm like, "Wow, I can see where those guys are coming from." Because again, my my warm was so long, trying to keep my back in check. You know, I was foam rolling, hot tub, cold tub hip rotation you know like you know oh, it's yeah. like it was insane and i was like nah this is this is too much and then again picking up my kid i pick him up for five minutes like I, here here brand my my back is killing yeah. me. you know yeah. so yeah it was it was it was tough that way but when you know you know you know again like it's not that you want i think your mind always thinks you can play especially after your first year i don't know about you but i'd be watching tv i'd be like i think i think i'm better than him i think i think i'm <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought I brought more to the table than him. And then, then after your second, third, you're like, no, no, you're not better than him. You're like, you know, he, he's a good player. Like he's, he's better than I was. So yeah, the decision to stay in the game, I think, and I don't know, we could go back and start at Stanley Cup, but like the decision to stay in the game, obviously something that you knew. And in Pittsburgh. And in Pittsburgh, yeah. but like there's so many jobs in hockey. Like we didn't realize that when we were in the dressing room, like what goes into running a team from sales to you know all the different even you know player development like you know, all that stuff yeah. and scouting and, and i didn't even know like what do you make doing that how does that work and and, and finding like a cool thing yeah. inside the game yeah. 
where you fit, where you're happy. And it sounds like, and it looks like, and I, my kids skated with you yeah. and watching you grow, uh, doing post-career stuff, found something that you really love and where it fits. Yeah. Like coming back to Pittsburgh, obviously my wife's from here and obviously the Penguins, like when I look through the teams I played, you know, the Penguins are the, my biggest impact winning the cup in 09 and, you know, obviously having a special bond with the city here coming back was great. Again, the Penguins got my first job, kind of helped me get off my feet. And then finding what I love to do was, was even better. You know, obviously again, what I love to do is not easy because you know, you're, it's actually physical work, but I love it, you know? And again, Pittsburgh kids, I've met so many great kids. So many, like, again, you look around Pittsburgh, I always say, there's going to be a kid from either Cruz's team or Cruz or someone that's going to go D1, go to get a scholarship, make the NHL because there's such a good hockey bed in Pittsburgh now. Again, when, you, when a Pittsburgh team comes to another city, it's not like they're going to, you know, they're they're bringing a team, which yeah. is cool, yeah, you know? Like, again, like, yeah. all these little guys with the Penguin bag, you know, they come on the ice, like, it's like, wow, like, these kids yeah, are so sick. they got the sick. yellow helmets, but yeah. you've got a big part in training a lot of the yeah, kids yeah. around here. So, yeah, you know, a big uh, talk about Cooley and stuff in the last year, and now, you know, yeah. you're going to have a part in, yeah, you know, shaping it. some of these kids early in their lives. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool, like, kind of legacy through the city with hockey, right. like you said, growing to where it is. Yeah, again, like, even you hear, like, a lot of kids just, like, you know, wearing their penguin jersey to bed, or you know, you, you know, like I was Sleeps doing, hockey yeah, I was doing like some <laughs> Zoom classes, you know, and you look, you know, at their basement, and they got all pictures of, you know, guys you played with, you, you know, you know, and it's like, wow, when they look and they're stick handling, they look up and they see like pictures of us, like that's cool, you know, yeah. like you've made an impact, you know, and Definitely. again, like it, it's been so cool to see how kids develop and you know how inspiring one sit is you know with the learn to play it's oh, like yeah. it's it's unreal you know again like i think it's so cool when a pittsburgh team goes anywhere else and the teams know wow no no they're bringing a team you know like they're not bringing no one you know i think 20 years ago was a different story but now when again when yeah. the pens elite come in or you know the vengeance or whoever like they're you better bring your a game because these little kids can play yeah. you know these guys train like crazy you mentioned just your, your career in Pittsburgh. I, I want to apologize because I didn't introduce you as Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like a part of the title. Yeah. How much did that change your life? Because you, you come up in the Penguins organization, yeah. but then you reach the goal. Like, I mean, just seeing the cup, I remember when we were in San Jose in 2016 oh, yeah. working with the team, that was the coolest thing ever. I mean, your name's on it, you lifted yeah. it, all that stuff. Yeah, and, and it started the year before was when we lost. You know, and again, everything was moving so fast. I was only 20, so things were moving fast my first year. and the first year we played Detroit, like they were so good. I didn't, we, we, were, we weren't in, we, were, we didn't have the right team to beat them, you know? And then the next year I felt like we had the more confidence. We had obviously had a coaching change from Tarion, which I love Tarion. Tarion was a great coach for me as a young guy. Cause he was the first coach to be like, Hey TK, like you might want to grab someone, you know? And he was like, a, and, but I needed that because I needed a coach that was kind of a, a heart like hard on me because I need a guy to hey grab him or hey we need to change momentum go hit someone or something yeah. you know did you think about being impactful yeah. differently yeah, so yeah, yeah. To that. yeah. because if yeah. I felt like I needed a coach to be hard on me because if he wasn't I'd just fade off you know yeah. so Terry was great and then we had the coaching change we always bring in Billy Garen and those guys and bring in Dan who I think through my whole career I thought Dan was my best coach and I think it was more because he knew how to push my buttons but that was when everyone started to have um, just place for every circle. Everyone, every every line had a, a job and it was very clear. 
you know, we were ready for Detroit. And I remember we, we beat Carolina four straight. And Gino just like went off. Gino, yeah. yeah Gino was just like another <laughs> man. You know, yeah. Yeah. He was like, again, he was on another planet and Detroit was playing Anaheim. They went to game seven. And that helped us out a lot because we were like, okay, we're waiting for them, you know. And you can see by game four or five, they're running out of gas. And we were just kind of young and starting picking up the speed. And we were starting to like, all right, if we wear these, we're going to get them. You know, we're going to wear them out when we got them. And again, once we won, it was, it was awesome. I remember a guy goes, it'll change your life forever. So did it? Yeah. Again, like I, I do. You're 21. You're in the NHL. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do this every year, boys. Yeah, yeah. Sid and Gino, no yeah, yeah. big deal. But yeah. you know, having that experience so young, mm-hmm. what was that like? One for your career, but just just your life in general. What going home in the summer? Yeah. Or, I mean, what what has that done for you, even in your post career now too? It's it's been huge. I remember a guy back home goes, "You'll ride the Stanley Cup for the rest of your life," and I was like. But I got three more coming, but you know, <laughs> like that's just, I just thought yeah. I had so, cause again, that's the way we thought too yeah. at the radio. Yeah. We won, <laughs> pens went back to back our first yeah. two years. We I came on with easy. the pens, yeah. like, oh, oh hum, that's <laughs> what we do up. here. I do camps all over the world. I'm always saying, hey, I'm Tyler Kane, the Pittsburgh's Penguins Stanley Cup winner. And I get there, there comes a certain respect with that, you know, and, and again, especially around Pittsburgh, you know, they always kind of remember your, your Stanley Cup teams and, Again, Pittsburgh, they love their champions. They love their sports. So, again, it carries around. And it. Yeah. And part of the reason we're back is, you probably get this too, it's nice to feel wanted. It's nice to, like, when you walk down the street, hey, TK, what do you think about the game? Like, it's cool to have that home feel being part of a sports champion, you know? And, again, that's, that's a cool thing about Pittsburgh. Again, when you're part of a team and the city recognizes how good you did, it's cool. It's a good feeling to feel wanted. I'll say if TK's paying for a steak in Pittsburgh, even today, shame on you. Shame on you. Free steaks for our champions. What is the steak? What's the go-to steak for TK? Just so, the, just so they know. I like, yeah. I like uh, the New York strip. I like a little fatty, you know, okay. medium well, uh, medium rare. I was going to um, say medium well. Whoa, yeah, medium rare. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we, we kind of keep it pretty simple with like, like you know, Capital Grill, Morton's, uh, Il Pete's, you know, we kind of keep it pretty simple, but yeah. um, I'm a foodie. I think, I feel like when you play in the NHL, yeah. your taste buds like pick up a little bit, you know, it's not like, yeah. you know, you're going to the Outback or whatever, you know, you're going to the top end restaurants and right. again, you go to the team dinners, like they're bringing the noise with the food, you know, like <laughs> you're, 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 you're even the wine and everything, you know, you're. You get used to that high-end living, yeah. that high-end, you know, lifestyle that you want after your career. And you're, you know, and for me, I'm, I'm willing to work to try to get there again. So, TK's bathing in Dom. We just popping bottles, yeah, bathing. Yeah, no. You know, it's just like a I wish. Of a Dom. Yeah. I want to ask you about that time too, because when I was here, and then you came, and then I left, mm-hmm. uh, winning championships. Like you talked about, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh loves their champions. I mean, that was kind of a great time also just I think with the Steelers especially and oh, your teams cool. of excitement and, and really good teams that yeah it also like know. brought in a new era of fans too yeah like, for, yeah. like a lot of people had not seen a championship yeah. like, what was it like to, to be a part of that it's a long time yeah what was it like to be a part of that at that time in that moment with the city going crazy oh, come fall for 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 football and your hockey team obviously is yeah it was where it was it was unbelievable just you know, the parade was like the next level. You know, you felt like you were like, wow. You know, it, it like, it just made you feel so special and just the support from the, the whole fans. And again, for the next four years, we were sold out every night. You know, again, like 
we'd go out, we were like celebrities. You know, they still are, but like to win and then the Steelers won, like it, it was, it was life changing. You know, again, like we, you know, we go for dinner, we get the back room and people would pay for dinners, you know, or, you know, we'd go to a show and we get backstage passes to, to meet Taylor Swift or whatever. Yeah. And it was, it just, it changed the way you lived a little bit because you won, you know, and again, that when they say, I never knew this either, but they say the team you win with, you always have that special bond. And I was, and again, being like, I never, I was like special bond, whatever, but we still have a team chat of 09 guys. And it's, it's still the same guys saying the same. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's again, like grow up guys. No, and, and, and like, no, you know, great. like, you have, like, Billy Garen that, like, again, if you say something wrong, or, you know, they light you up, you know, yeah. and that's what you miss about, you know, hockey or, like, any, anything yeah. like that, you know, again, it's the same guys coming at you, you know, again, if you walk in the dressing room with a bad haircut or you take a picture and they, you know, they repost, they're like, oh, my God, TK's still not getting good haircuts, you know, <laughs> you know it's, but it's the same guys, and I still stay in touch, you know, with some of the guys, and it's just cool that it's such a tight bond with those guys. It's weird, but it's, it's so cool that I can tell Billy Garen or like Matt Cook and just light him up and he, he takes it a certain way where if I did it with someone else, it'd be like, oh, I know. you know, it's not I mean? the same. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. So. Once you do it, you're together forever. So yeah. Great. You mentioned Billy G a lot since we started talking. I mean, yeah. obviously he came on board in 09, but what yeah. was it like with him and did he, did he kind of announce his presence to the team in any uh, memorable way that you can uh, think yeah. of? <laughs> yeah, like, again, you know the kids that come, or, you know, the guy that walks in a room and he makes himself comfortable, he don't care? Yeah. That was him. You know, he, it wasn't like he was tiptoeing. Like, it was like, hey, boys, I'm here. Let's do this. You know, and he wasn't quiet. He led by, you know, he was more the vocal guy. Sid was a little quieter back then, but Billy Guerin... Was he had loud. The personality. Yeah, he had a personality. Which you guys probably needed. Yeah, right? again, yeah. there was the 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 Stanley Cup team. We had so many characters. We had you know Billy Guerin, Max Talbot, pa- Pascal Dupuis that bring that loosened up the dressing by making jokes or like, hey, let's go or you know Hal Gill. Hal yeah, Gill. Yeah, whatever. And then we had guys <laughs> like you know Orpic, uh, Adams. That once those guys were done the jokes, they were the guys that step. Hey. It's time to go, you know, and again, like with Sid and so it was such a great dynamic to win with those guys. And Billy was just, I swear, he, he, his one liner, like, you know, the guy just quit around. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember he, he would come up to me and he'd be like, TK, this is, this is how we used to do it on my other teams. I can say whatever I want to you, but as long as I said buds after, <laughs> it's okay. And he would just like light anyone up and he'd go, buds? And, and like, you know, again, he'd be like, oh, you're good today, buds? You know, like, <laughs> hey, or, you know, if you're a minus four, he goes, hey, good game today, buds? You know, like, again, he was real, real funny. And, but he also bring a different aspect of if you weren't playing well, he'd come up to you and say, hey, what have you done the last four games? And if you're like, well, I'm running around, he goes, well, you got to bring more than that. Like, grab someone. Or, hey, you got to do something, bud. You know, you got to make yourself different here. We, we need you. Accountability. And it, yeah. yeah. And, and again, it was like, no one ever, you know, that, that was a different element, you know, or him going, no, no. What are you bringing to the team here? Are you going to grab someone tonight? Or are you going to try to go to the net and spear the goalie and get a dirty one or what? And I was like, it's something that the, the, the coaches never said. You know, like, it was like, by the end of the year, Sid, 
Hal Gill, Adam, all like the leader, Orpic, they ran our team. You know, it wasn't like, I felt like Dan had an easy job of doing systems because those guys ran the team so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so. I had a run in with Billy Guerin. It's a story I <clears throat> kind of share when I got traded out of here. Billy was on the island with Doug Waite, and they're like two older guys, like just floundering on the island. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was playing my first game against them, and I'd never met Billy at all, ever, Doug Waite. And they were like so friendly on the ice. It was crazy. And like, I grew up watching these guys, you know? So I get traded. I'm playing my first game in Atlanta against the Islanders. Line up for a face-off, offensive zone. Billy's lining up, defensive zone. He goes, hey, kid, how you doing? Yeah. I'm like, oh, not bad. I was, like, pissed. I got traded to yeah, Atlanta, yeah. you know. I was, like, I was, like, in this great place that was, like, going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it, buddy. I'll tell you some advice. First one's always the hardest. First trade's always the yeah, hardest. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks, harder. buddy. Yeah. And then later on in the island, him and Doug Waite came down to say hi to me. And then later on, yeah. Billy's in Pittsburgh winning a Stanley Cup. So you see, like... Yeah, the leadership, yeah. the looseness and the caring, um, you know, yeah. the perspective. Mm -hmm. And that was added to your guys' team. I hear you talk about Billy all the time. When you guys had your reunion here a little yeah. while ago, 10-year reunion. I swear, uh, they're just older. You, they're the same thing. They're just older. You know, again, He's like, a guy you're like, you know, he's a guy that I think attracts people around him. Yeah. He has that personality. And I could tell, like, you speak yeah, like, really fondly of him. And yeah, oh, yeah. Like, hang again, out with him or... Anything for a guy like who ripped me so much, I love him. You know, yeah. for a guy that didn't let me get away with anything, you know, yeah. again, like as a young guy, you wear fun suits and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he'd rip your suit if you didn't like it, you know. <laughs> but again, uh, you know, if we go to our dinner, he'd be like, hey, yeah. Oh, we don't drink anymore? Come on. A couple <laughs> beers for the boys, yeah. you know. But again, he was a, a great guy. And uh, another guy, Cooney, was a, a huge leader. Orpic. Um, yeah, you guys really did have a good core there. Yeah. We had like a young team that was real mature, you know, like Sid did everything right. Sid was like the man, Sid was like our father. You know, we'd go out and Sid would come and he would be like, you know, make, you know, he'd give you the eyes. You're like, all right, enough of that. You know, yeah. and Orpic, I remember I was getting hurt a lot and Orpic kind of pulled me aside again, being a leader going, Hey, like TK, you're not going to be in this league. You keep pulling your groin. Yeah. They're going to call someone else up. Hey, at night, you know, when you're sitting texting or yeah. stretch he goes what do you think all these old guys you think they're sitting around at home and i didn't know as a young guy i was like oh they're not they're not going out to capitol grill on friday and coming back and doing nothing they're like no 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 they're getting massages they're doing so orpic really showed me how to take care of be a oh, pro he's like a beast. yeah like taking care of my body because then i started to stretch at night and i was like oh orp scared me at camp well, he's got that glare. No, but he's just a, like, you see him with a shirt off, dude? You ever seen the show He-Man? <laughs> I have the power. Like blonde hair, absolutely shredded, brick, could skate like a million miles an hour. And I'd always go to camp and I'd be like, please have Orp on my team. Please have yeah. Orp on my inner oh. squad team. Because right, like, you came up with him. Yeah, I came up with him and I hated practicing against him. Every time he touched you, it hurts. Yeah, he's, like he's just on another level. But you're right, he did that to me too in Wilkes-Barre. Yeah. Like, hey, the kid, get in the gym. Like, you look at you, you look like a piece of asparagus, buddy. Yeah. You're so skinny. Like, and you're like, is he serious? And yeah. he's like, no, no, he's serious. You know? Oh, but yeah, he's deadly it, serious. Yeah, like, but again, I felt like that kind of stuff, like, helped me. You yeah. know, I always, maybe, maybe I didn't come off that I wasn't paying attention, but like, I always listen. When someone says something to me, I feel like I listen. Mm -hmm. You know, again, you know, in coach, sometimes you blow it up, but like, yeah. I felt like I've always listened, especially like guys like Billy or Orps, you know? Saying, hey, no, no, you know, and obviously when Sid stuff says something, you're like, yeah, whatever you say, Sid, you want me through the wall, I'll run through the wall, you know, <laughs> like just because you have so much respect for him, you know, but again, uh, that, that team was, was crazy special, you know.
It seems like, I mean, we were talking before we came on camera, your junior career too, you had some good influences there with Trevor yeah. Daly and Jeff yeah. Carter. And I mean, I know you guys both played in the CHL and you in the Western League and you in Ontario or OHL. Yeah. Uh, what was that kind of like, just kind of growing up in that environment? And wasn't it unique? What were you saying? You, you went to high school in yeah. your town? I mean, that was kind of rare with a lot so of So what guys. is it? You Most guys get yeah, drafted, give, give they go the to their city yeah. that they play in, in, in your on Ontario, so you play in an OHL. Yeah. You'd have to move away, go to a different school, bill it at a family's house. Yeah. And I think it's probably, you could, I don't know how many guys got to play in their hometown yeah. with their group of friends, around their family all the time, go yeah. to their school that they've grown up going to. So you have a, yeah. like a unique yeah, it junior was, experience um, around that. Especially in June, like I, I felt like as a 15 year old, I wasn't mature enough to leave. So I locked out staying home, you know. Um, it just helped me being around my parents, my brother, you know. My brother already played for the team. He already played for, so there was two local homeboys playing on the same team. My brother ended up getting a concussion in the year, so he never played my last year. But it was phenomenal. And talk about like having everything free and walking around and like you're the man. But the only thing that really, that I felt struggled was um, the pressure. Because no matter where I went, no matter what I did, everyone knew. You know, if I did saw, I had to keep my, you know, my play clean so clean. You know, again, if you had five bad games, it wasn't like you were sneaking You couldn't around. blend in because yeah. you're a local And again, boy. like, who, I feel like who's the hardest player on you? you know, or who's the hardest person on you? Yeah. Me and then, then who? It's probably your parents, right? Yeah. Your parents are like, they're the only ones that won't sugarcoat it, which yeah. like, which was great because yeah, I think right. that made me better, you know? But again, when I was coming home, I had a bad game. They were like, how'd you play? I'd be like, okay. They're like, no, you're... you're like, I can't go to work tomorrow. Jesus, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, frick, I got to wear a brown paper bag yeah. over my head. <laughs> exactly. But it was, I, I, I felt at, during my junior career, I had a hard time sleeping because I felt so much pressure. Mm -hmm. that, you know, I was like... Three o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. Oh That's God. true too. You know, I, I again, I, I struggle with that a lot in junior because I just I couldn't handle the pressure at Central. And then they're like, "Hey, do you want to be captain?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll be captain." <laughs> you know, and then it just added on. But I think it helped me become stronger, you know, yeah. mentally. And then when I went to when I went to Wilkes, it was the first time being away from home. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. I was like flying on the ice because I had no pressure. No one was, if I had a bad game, yeah. you know, wheeling just, around town. Yeah, I was like sleeping so good at night. Like I had such a great year in Wilkes. My, I had played half a year, but like I was scoring every second night because I just felt so like loose. Because, you know, I, again, I had that felt like there was not the city on my back, but like, you know, everyone was watching, you know, and I wanted to make the city of Sault Ste. Marie proud. You know, yeah, but total opposite feeling of what yeah, you experienced, yeah, and, right? Really? Like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. And, Obviously, and like, you're actually getting paid too, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, thanks, junior hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, I think we got paid what? Two hundred bucks every two weeks. Yeah, once you, if you're 19. Yeah. What was it like 125? Maybe you're 20. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and they they give it like food stamps or whatever. <laughs> but again, like it was cool. Again, I had a good support system, and the, the the guys were really good. Me being hometown, and then again, when you look at my leaders, like Trevor Daly was phenomenal. You know, Jeff Carter. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. Cool yeah, Hockey like even I saw Carts like last year, and I was like, "Geez, how is such a small world?" But like Carts at 17, he had like an NHL shot. Oh, you yeah. know, and I, he'd come down the wing, and he'd just like let that flex thing go. You know, he'd lean on a stick, the flex, and he'd be in every time. And I'd be like, "This guy, this guy's going to the show. Like, there's no question. And big, yeah, big, strong, strong shot, smart. Yeah, and again, he was another guy shredded, like just a complete. He was just, 
eight pack and when he was 17, you know? And again, just seeing those guys and how they performed every night and like, you just want to be those guys, you know? Again, when I was in Pittsburgh with all the best leadership, it helped me become a better pro because I had, had such a high, everything was such a high accountability, high standard yeah. that we did go to practice. It wasn't like, hey, we're, you know, it's not a country club. Hey, we're here to get better. We're here to win. Like that was a standard. You know, I come, went to some other teams. It wasn't as serious. You know, I, don't I found that too. Yeah, tell me yeah. about that. Because yeah. when I went around, I played on other teams like you. I think we played on the same 14 yeah. different teams. I always found like it was never the same. Not and I close. think because I left prior to that, the 08 season, you guys went to the final, yeah. and then 09 they won, where it was like the standard, as you mentioned. Yeah. So I don't. I want to know, like, speak to to that, because it, it's 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 honestly never this. I couldn't find it anywhere else. Not I went on any other team, either the dynamic in the dressing room, yeah. or like the expectation in meetings, yeah. or through the year. It just was like so. It was it was, it was truly special to really start like, in that. I say I went from a military camp to everything was like this. Everyone get in line, let's go, yeah. let's get to work. Where I went to like a country, I, I, you hear like, oh, this team's a country club. And like San Jose was a very different, it was just way more relaxed. Yeah. And they didn't have that, that expectation to win every night. Yeah. You know, if they lost, okay, we lost one. We're in Pittsburgh, we lost one, like, the next day guys weren't coming in smiling, you know, like it was just different, you know, and everyone was more on the same page in Pittsburgh, you know, and it, it can't come from the leadership down, you know, everyone, you know, again, when you see Sid watching game tape, you're not going to eat your omelet, you know, you're going to watch beside him, you know, like it was just a different standard, you know, again, practice was time to work. It wasn't, hey, we're just gonna get a skate in, you know, and, I went from, um, I went from getting, sh like, again, once we won, like, even when we were winning, or before we won, we went from making, uh, we'd always have shakes. We'd have shakes in Pittsburgh, and there would be, like, blueberries, all the best, kale, just, like, they'd have a complete fridge of the best of the best for shakes. Yeah. When I went, San Jose wasn't bad, but when we went to Long Island, I'll never forget, they handed out all Powerade to all the guys, and the trainer came around and put protein in everyone's powdery, powdery, like a protein powder. And every and, and I remember sitting beside JT, and he's shaking it. He's like, "You gonna drink it?" I was like, "What's this?" He goes, "Oh, that's your your protein shake." And I was like, oh, "Wow, like this is different," you know. I was like, I went from eating like yeah. fresh kale and like A one steaks yeah. to like powdery. It was so different, you know. But that's what happens when you win, you know. You get treated a different way. You expect you know, to be taken care of, you know? And the biggest thing with Pittsburgh is they made sure all you had to worry about was playing well. You know, that's that's all they say. You just play well, we'll take care of the rest, which was sick, you know, again. I don't know, post-career didn't help me, you know, but like at the time it was unbelievable, so. You know, I think it's interesting about that though, like you came up and you came up in the organization at a time where the Penguins like weren't good. And I know the expectation was that they would hope to get better, hope to start making the playoff appearances regular, hope to compete for a Stanley Cup. But it's interesting to hear you guys both say how the culture and the atmosphere was not matched anywhere else. Yeah. Because, I mean, you were there, TK, for the rise, the championship, and then the subsequent year af years after. I know, Army, you were there like during part of the rise. But 
-hmm. It's interesting that you were through that whole process where they, the standard wasn't a championship yet because it hadn't been achieved, but you still feel like when you compare it to your other experiences, it doesn't come close. I feel like when you get Sid and Malkin on the same team going on the show, like you kind of know the cup is near. You know, you have two of the best players to ever play in their era. You know they got to. You know, you, you know it's bound to eventually. Hopefully, the chips fall in place that you're going to win. Yeah. You know, and again, those those two players and even Latang. You know, I, I I me and Latang are called up at the same time, and you just you, I don't know. It's, it, you just you just saw something special. You know, you're just like. This guy's gonna make the show, but he's gonna be good in the show. Yeah. He's gonna be like elite, you know? And again, with those guys, it was just, even f with Flower, you know, these guys were like young and in their prime. You, you, you kind of knew that eventually they'd, they'd win a cup together, you know? And again, you go to other teams, they're either, they're, you know, they're missing a piece or, you know, they might have two leaders, they don't have four, you know? They're always missing <clears throat> something, you know? And, that, and in Pittsburgh, it just seemed like it all fell in place, you know? so. Uh, about that, about that year, the Stanley Cup year. Moments through the year, anything that sticks out to you? Playing against the Flyers, uh, Jeff Carter yeah, against the yeah. Flyers, your boy from back in junior. Um, that yeah. stand out to you at all? Obviously, when uh, you know we played Ovi, you know oh, the yeah. Capitals. That was, that was like season. that was huge. You know, again, like those guys put on a show. Like it was just cool to sit back and just see those guys just scoring goals left and right. Flower, you know, stealing a game. Sid getting three goals. And I remember for the dueling hat tricks, right? Yeah. I yeah. remember game seven of that series, and I'll let you go. But I remember like being so excited to watch that game, and then you guys just ran them over. Like Flower oh. made the big save early, and yeah. you're yeah. kind of like, oh, it was a little bit of a buzz kill. But at the same time, like, who cares? You guys advance, right? <laughs> I remember before the series, Dan Bowsman called our lineup, our line into the room. He goes, hey, you guys know what you're here for, eh? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm trying to win a cup. He goes, no, no, for this series, every time you get over the red line, why don't you chip it in? You're, you're going against Ovi all series. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, then you're Eat like, up the clock. Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah. oh Keep boy, this is. Eat no, up his yeah, ships. You're, you're like, yeah. wow. Like, and he goes, no, no, every time you get it, you chip it in, you know, and he told the whole line. He goes, I'm not expecting you guys, you know, you got to chip in offensively a little bit. But you're not. You're trying not to get scored on. And that's after oh, we got three goals. <laughs> you know, you're like, ah. <laughs> you know. But that was in their barn. But again, like, that was really cool. Philadelphia. There's still not a better feeling than beating Philly in their home rink. Yeah, yeah. We beat them on like a. Their fans are so ruthless, nuts. which makes it even better. <laughs> we beat them on a Sunday, and you know they. The, the thing there, the, all their, like the baseball and the football yeah, and the hockey, yeah, it's, 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 and they have this Xfinity bar in between, and it's a complete gong show outside. So we won, and you know, the bus is backing up. We go in front of the bar, it's packed. I bet you 50 beer bottles hit the car. You know, every, you know, every bus. Philadelphia guy, and yeah. like, even like, what was cool is like, they hate Sid so much that oh, it's yeah. like every sign, and you and you know you're, you're like skating around. There's no signs of you. You're like, I hate to be Sid right now. Oh my God, <laughs> this guy's hate Sid. You know, like, but just beating them in their own barn was. Like, there's no better place to win than in Philly in that era because we they they had they had a really good team. Mm -hmm. Like their first two lines were unbelievably skilled, and their bottom two lines, every one guy can fight. Every time I went there, I was like. I felt like we were going to war in Philly. Every time we played in playoffs, like I was, I, I really felt in a room, we were all like, all right, boys, this might be a war. Like we're going to war here. And it was like, again, cool. And then when you win, it was, it still, it gives me chills, you know, just because like, 
you know, when your back's against the wall, going to a hospital, like a, a very um, hectic or, you know, what, like it's chaos in there. Yeah. And to win, it was awesome. You know, and again, it was just, I always felt, you know, I was always the first guy coming out. Like I was a guy that rallied the boys and get them all going. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, let's go. I'm going, I'll go to war for the boys, you know? And it was cool because we all rallied together, but beating them, obviously beating Detroit, was unbelievable. Detroit, Carolina, we had our way with them. We, 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 Gino, good was, yeah, yeah. Gino was just like, you know, the backhand spinner. You're like, all right, yeah, all right, I got, you know, Next. that's, yeah, the third period, you play like 10 minutes. You didn't play the first two periods, but the last period, you know, you play 10. But then when we played Detroit, again, I was like, there's no way we're losing. I, 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 I couldn't believe we were playing Detroit again, but I think it was in yeah, game. That was wild, like back to yeah, back years. In game five, I remember Gino fought all those guys, but I remember in game five, there was a little guy, but I remember things started getting on hand. Yeah. We started trying, okay, let's go, let's do this. I remember like like getting in a little scruffle and everyone, and I, and I can see in his eyes that we had him. You know, you can yeah, tell you're yeah, like, yeah. we got him. He's he's done. He's tired. He don't want to go to war. I'll, I'll go to war. You know, and our, I felt like our whole team was going, you know, going in the right direction. And and I can I just remember seeing him, and he's going, and he's like, I don't want, I want to win, but. I'm not willing to do anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was, and we were, you know, and it was, again, our whole team was like that, you know, and obviously Talbot scoring the two goals yeah. was like. Crazy. Well, what's a big moment for you? Cause you had a good final yeah, too. And I, I mean, we could yeah. get into your line, but yeah. is there something through your career that stands out besides winning the Stanley cup is like one of those big kind of moments. I brag about the first outdoor game goal. Like that's, yeah, that's I thought that was cool. That was cool. Cause that was like the, that was yeah, the, TK was there. Yeah, yeah, that was like the first one. And we, you know, yeah. we were getting all new gear and everything. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys got the special yeah. jerseys. Obviously, and... game six, you know, yeah. game winner was huge. But, yeah, a game, big game goal, winner, game six. A man. big goal for me that I, I think maybe ahead of everyone was when we brought in Aginla, Morrow, and all those guys. And, you, and, you know, I felt like I was a third line. I felt I was a, a solid third. And I got pushed down to the fourth line. And then when we went to playoffs, I was a healthy scratch in the first two games mm -hmm. against Long Island. And you know, you get hit because you're like, I just won a cup three years ago. It's like, I can help, you know? And I got pushed out of the lineup. And I remember the boys being like, just stay in it. You know, just, you know, we're a team. And I, and I bought in, you know? But when they put me in, in game three or four, I was like, a, you know, I was shot out of a can. I was so excited. I, I was like, all right, I got to show them that I got to stay here. And Tanger gave me an outlet pass and I had a breakaway, and I went top cheese against uh, one of the guys, and I went nuts. But when I was going by the bench and seeing all the boys so excited that I was back, and I scored and helped going, you know, and I ended up staying in the lineup the rest of the time. But scoring that goal and kind of proving, to honestly, to the coaching staff that I was, hey, no, I need to be in the lineup, was like, huge for me you know it yeah. was the biggest like more of a that stands out to you more than game six game winner holding up and like the importance of it but just i, I, I think I maybe think personally worked, right? i think like game six was like such a big goal because it moved this game so like again now that, that was yeah. that meant the most but personally yeah. on like a more of a an emotional like believe in myself back against the wall back against yeah. the wall what do you got here you're gonna fold or you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna play to win you know yeah. And when I came out and I played that game and I scored and I had a great game, I was like first star. Even like Matt Martin, like we, me and Matt Martin almost fought, you know, but I was like a, a man on a mission, you know, but it was so cool to like yeah. prove to myself personally, like, no, no, you, this, no, you belong there, you know, yeah. that you, you're, you can play, you know, and that was, I don't know, it just, that was such a goal I'll never forget, yeah. you know.
Oh, well, maybe we build off of that, the line. Talk about that yeah. line. Uh, it's the best line at the time yeah. uh, in hockey. The dynamics, the personalities, yeah. the yeah. size, <laughs> the attitude. And then, like, and then where it fit in the lineup was just, yeah. it, it, it was like, uh, well, the first, yeah, you we, guys were a menace. And, yeah. and, you, and could, you know you've left your legacy when anyone who's talking about a bottom six line, they're always like, well, how does this compare to the kennedy cook stall yeah. line? Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it was... Um, we just had such a good relationship. Cause again, if I wasn't going, like those guys wouldn't let, like they would be like, hey TK, like, like pick it up. Like you suck tonight, you know, like let's go here. Or like if something wasn't going our way, like we were very honest with each other. And when you play with each other for so long, you just know where each other are. And me and Stalzy were tight. Like me and Stalzy, we lived beside each other. We did everything together. So again, we were very honest with each other. We worked together very well. And Matt was, you know, Matt at the very beginning was like, we were like, we have to calm this guy down. Cause like, <laughs> it would be, we, we went to Sweden at the beginning of the year and we were up like four nothing. And Matt Cook, he hit like their best player from behind the middle of the ice. And it was like a Donnybrook. And me and Salzer are like, it's four nothing. There's two seconds left. Like, what's he doing? Like, we got to calm. But he go, and like, that was him. Like kind of, hey, setting the tone. Like no matter, this is how we're going to play, you know? But once he found his little spot like niche on our line matt was awesome he was the best he was the best guy for me and matt uh me and Stalzy yeah, yeah. because he bring a little bit of that grit no matter what when matt cook was on the ice you know right? you knew you just had your head up you got rid of the puck a little bit easier yeah. you know and again <laughs> he would do some crazy stuff where you know i'll get him guy came across like you know you might as well drop your glove because you know the whole team was coming in yeah. you know and <laughs> I remember Vancouver, Vancouver came in and it was our first game Cookie was playing against Vancouver. And I remember talking to Stalzi and Stalzi's like, should we even put our gloves on the first shift or what, what are we doing? And first shift, some guy, you know, five seconds late, Cookie demolished him, everyone's gloves are off, you know, and, but he, again, he was a warrior, you know, he, he was a warrior and he put up points and again, he, he helped our line compete put people on the edge because again Matt would he'd run over Ovi he'd he, he, he didn't care if you're a superstar or a fourth line guy yeah. you had your head down like he, he'd hit to hurt you know and again like that I felt like that gave me and Stalzi a little bit of room to play with you know like again yeah, like sure. being that player that energized player like when I played against a guy like say Sean Avery I knew that if I did some the other you know middleweight or the other energy he was coming to you know yeah. talk to me so being on that side with Cook, I knew that I had a little bit more energy, like a little bit more room, because they knew that if something happened, Cook yeah. would come in. You know, again, like guys that hit probably with again with you with like hitting. Remember my f playing with you, like you knew if you went behind the net, like you're gonna get your, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna like put them through the wall, you know. But it, it give you it give the other team a little bit of hesitation. Edge, right? yeah, yeah, just a little bit yeah. of like, no, I'll just chip it instead of carrying it. Yeah. You know, I think that's what Matt bring to our line. And obviously Stalzy was like a young star. Right. So know? crazy seeing Stalzy now. I saw him at NHL Media Day at the start of the year. Like he's like, he's like six nine. Yeah, bunch of kids. Like just like when I played with him, he's eight, 18, 19. Like you guys are all young guys. And it's like I see this guy he comes in just like grizzled old guy. Yeah, uh, just the <laughs> gronk, just giving her still. Like it's kind of funny, like thinking back to like the recipe. 
and success and popularity of that line and you being a part of that. He was, um, again, we were roommates, you know, and like, yeah. I was like, I'm like, I hope Colby doesn't text Stalzy asking him questions about just me. I was just like, please don't. Cause like, <laughs> again, like I, I would have like, you know, the box I'd have, I'd wear the same boxers. So I'd have like sleeping boxers, you know, and Stalzy would be like, we're on a five day road trip. We got the same boxers in game five. Night five, I'm like, Stolly, shut up. And he goes, there. <laughs> yeah. And like, again, he would just like, again, we just had a good relationship and he would just chirp <laughs> me all the time. And he was, I'd be up. Should have hit up Stolzy for some I know, insight. I know, I don't, actually, don't, I'm surprised don't. you did. I, I yeah. didn't even think about it. I, I actually text Ray Shiro though. Oh boy. Because I know you shared some stuff with me, which is, you can yeah. talk to this connection also in hockey, yeah. everything yeah. said and done uh, now, but um, you win with him as your GM. He ends up, you end up, you told me, called him in New Jersey yeah. and said, hey, look, I need a job. I can still play. He brought you in on it. He yeah. texted me, brought you in on a PTO yeah. uh, and then signed you for like Minzies almost, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But um, talk about that relationship and like, you know, what winning I think too did for yeah. that group. You talk about being together yeah. and giving you another shot at the end. Yeah. Uh, and traded you and he, tra <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> like he did everything <laughs> so I, we can talk about the trade but he was honest with the trade yeah. but ray when when i was looking for a job yeah he was a guy like he was like talking to your dad hey ray i can still play i can bring something to the team and he's like all right come and show me you know like it's not like he let me off the hook like he goes no come and show yeah, me yeah. and he obviously put me in a position to succeed. He and knows I, you, he trusts you. Yeah, and he, I think he knows I, I, I was a warrior. You know, I think he knows what I brought to the table. Yeah. I wasn't like a goof, you know? Yeah, sure. And again, just him believing that I can still give a little bit was awesome. Again, it was like one of the things like, hey, I scratched your back, win the cup. Now, hey, it's time to, you know, he took care of me, you know, put it that way, you know? And that, that was real yeah. awesome of him. Again, I still think Ray is a great, GM, I love yeah. how he builds teams. And where's he now? He's with Billy and yeah. Oh, I know. I can just imagine those two talking, yeah. you know. But um, when I got traded from Pittsburgh to San Jose, I remember Ray, end of the year meetings, he goes, "Well, TK, I'm just going to be honest. Like, you just scored 21 goals. You just had a great playoffs. Like, I don't think we can afford you. You yeah. know, we're gonna we're gonna try to trade you because again, we just don't have the salary cap. And I was like, oh. Thanks, Ray. See you later. You know, like have a great like, summer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for being. You know, <laughs> yeah. but he was he shot me straight with being honest. And then in the summer, my agents like they're gonna trade you at the draft. And uh, at the at the draft, I'm, my agents call him. He's like, hey, so there's two teams, Winnipeg and San Jose. Which one are you thinking? And I remember getting off. I go, give me a couple hours. I called my wife, and I'm like, oh no, she, she was with me. She goes, I'm like, well, I'm leaving. She's like, I'm like where are you going? And I'm like, well, it's Winnipeg or San Jose. She goes, Winnipeg, I ain't coming. San Jose, <laughs> San Jose, you better marry me, you know? So I ended up calling my agent. I'm like, hey, I want to go to San Jose. And um, yeah, but again, he was honest so with great, me. Great, yeah, working through all that stuff, right? Yeah, so, like again, he was just like honest. Like he's yeah, a, a, a cool. player's guy, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like he was like, backdoor and you were trying to, he, yeah. he, hey, this is what you are. And right. I feel like that's how Billy would be as a GM, would be like, and I've, heard, I've talked to guys, they're like, no, no, he'll shoot you straight. This is what you are. These are your points. This is how much you'd be paid, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that's how Ray was. I think he probably got it from Ray and just how to communicate with players. Yeah. Because players, the biggest thing, they just want to be, they want to be. Uh, you know where you stand. Yeah, they want to know where you stand. Because again, when there's that little bit of trust, you'll, you'll, you'll leave a bit or you'll take a little bit. 
to stay with that guy because you know he believes in you. Sometimes you think differently than they think of you. And I learned that in the minors, I think, when you're trying to figure out where you fit. But yeah. it's nice to have that because we never know what's going on behind the magical yeah. doors. Like we just stay in the dressing room and we're like, I hope they like me. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like my whole career, why I love Dan Balsam as a coach, he was the first coach to give me, to tell me exactly what kind of player I was. You know, again, I, as a young, as a first line guy and then junior, yeah. I came. I, You're a stud. Yeah, I was a stud. I went it's down easy. to Wilkes. I was playing really well. Yeah. Thought I was a dangler. Yeah. Dangles. No, no. You're a third line guy, TK. Yeah. Play good on the wall. And he'd give me three things. He goes, TK, if you're good on the wall, good in our end, finish your checks and shoot the puck, that's how you have a good game. And I was like, really? Just those three things? He goes, that's what I expect. Finish your checks, good on the wall, and shoot the puck. Yeah. And I was like, well, that simplified it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. again, like, you know, everyone's like, go have a great game. And I'd be like, what does that mean? Yeah, what is a great game, right? Yeah, do I run around? It means different yeah. for you than yeah. it does yeah. for someone Do I else? run around? That's or what? interesting. Yeah. yeah, and like, when he said that, I was like, wow. Like, again, like, you know, even with youth hockey, every, every parent goes, go have a great game. And even my parents, or even when I say to my kid, I'm go have a great practice, or go have a great game. I remember being in the dressing room and being like, what 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 is that to me? But when Dan said that, it clicked, eh? Yeah, it it just boom. We had boxes okay. to this, check. Right? Yeah, yeah, and again, like yeah. for me, I was a real I was a real warrior wart. But when he said that, I would write down for every game. Hey, finish your checks. Get inside that house. You shoot the puck. You know, maybe I shot the puck too much. You oh, know, you're a, you shot everything. You'd have a guy backdoor wide open. TK shoot. <laughs> hey, TK is laser beam wrister shot. You had a great shot too. Well, That's all I did. I practiced every day for four hours. Yeah. I used to love. I was like, "There's one thing I want. To, I want to have a hammer of a shot. I want to be. Yeah. Able, I wanted a Phil Kessel shot. You know, but um, yeah, Stalzy would get so mad. Oh yeah, he'd be right in front of that. Did you I, see me there? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he'd be like, "I was back door wide open. I don't. I, I hit the crossbar, went up. Yeah. And but I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd zing one by his ear and I'd come back to the bench, and it would be a fight. It'd be at this. You, you, what are you doing? Pass me the puck. You never hit the net. And I'm like, Stalzy, Stalzy. This is this is how I thought. I was like, if I get if I get five shots a game, you get one goal out of every ten shots or something. Thank you. Say, right? That's how, that's, yeah, that's how I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's that's like a normal shooting percentage, yeah, though, yeah. like eight to ten, I think. You know, sometimes it pops down. Yeah. Now they're all doing it analytically now, yeah. right? They have it like, oh, it'll even out by the end of the year, which yeah, is right. you were ahead of the curve with that <laughs> mentally. Yeah. With the but I would shoot from anywhere. Oh, you know, you were, I, you were like cyclobac yeah. TK in the corner, laser beam, short side, awkward. <laughs> I was I was teaching Sid to shoot from anywhere. Yeah. You know, you know, Sid was student behind the goal line. I was the first guy, to, but I would be missing the net and go down the other well, end. You were just <laughs> blasting. Heavy though. Yeah, heavy but shot. But again, big I, shooter. I love shooting pucks. Like I, felt, I, I'd always go out early and I'd grab a hundred pucks and I would just. I remember I did doing that with you actually yeah, before yeah, I was we, dealt away. We'd yeah. go out early on the ice, old Melon around. Arena. Yeah. We'd set up on the side. We'd move around because we're both righties. Yeah, that's and we just we just pick our spots all over and we just go out there early and just zinc zinc. So we knew we when we got so, we so you knew when you got a puck on the ice, no matter what, where you wanted to go in that yeah. spot, right? Yeah, it was yeah. it was you didn't even have to think, right? Yeah. Again, we we're the ones that showed Sid. Sid does it now. Yeah. <laughs> Sid, it's good to know. So yeah. when I'm watching Sid at practice, I know where he got yeah. it from. Yeah. No, Watch I... for that on TK's Instagram. That'll be a new little check on the bottom. Yeah. For, That's yeah, true. Yeah. Taught Sid how to score. Yeah, his checks. Teach Sid how but to. But Sid, again, he he's always there. <laughs> but the biggest thing is shooting quick, you know. And yeah, again, yeah. like 
But me and Sid used to have conversations because I would stand there and shoot. And then Sid started to be able to catch and move and shoot, you know? And he goes, TK, and, and he'd like, why are you just shooting from the same place? And I was like, I don't know, I think it's working. He goes, he's probably like, no, you got 10 goals this year, you know? <laughs> but he's 10's good though, bud. Yeah, right? Yeah, 10 and 15? Like, like, let's 10 go. now, 15? Yeah. We'd be in Miami right now. Yeah. Mansion. On the yacht. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, again, it was seeing how Sid thought moving around and changing the angle. Yeah, yeah. I should have just, fall. again, the, one of the regrets I have playing was I didn't um, watch Sid enough. I watched him and I respected him. But now sitting back, yeah. if I was a 20 year old on the Penguins, Can you imagine that? I'd be giving, I'd say, what, whatever Sid's doing. I'd be doing, yeah. you know, like, again, he's like, he does everything right, you know, but as a player, you're like, I didn't, I didn't do it enough. You know, I saw some of the stuff. You're just trying to do your job. Yeah. You're but like, again, like just seeing what he was doing, how he was taking yeah. care of his body or even like everything, you know, I was like, ah, I should have like tried to follow what he was doing. Cause he, again, he was, he did everything so well. I just was kind of like a 21 year old. Hey, I'm just here to play hockey. You know, when I should have been a little bit, maybe more mature and be like, this is what the best player in the world's doing. How do how do I get a how do I learn from this? You know, I should have been more of a student of Sid than anything, because again, even when I was struggling to score, Sid had his concussion problem, but he was still practicing. He would go TK. <laughs> Don't shoot from everywhere. <laughs> no, <laughs> he said when you think of scoring goals, he goes when you draw a line from the blue lines to the to the net, there's a filter. Everything you do, you get inside that filter. Everything you do, every move you make, get inside that filter. Because I was, I, I went on like a 15, no goal, goals, you know, having scored 15 games. You know, I was ready. To, <laughs> I licked my stick, put it that way. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. But he was saying, TK, whenever you make a move, get inside the filter and shoot. And the next game, I, you know, I made a crazy move, went to the middle, and I scored. And as soon as I came off, from the, the game, Sid was there going, you got in the filter, you know? And I was like, this guy's a genius, you know? But again, like no one- His brain saw yeah, it and, and I was like, thought of it differently. He was loving yeah. it, yeah. Cause like, again, a lot, of, lot of guys, especially at third four, they tight turn the corner, tight turn, he goes, no, no, you tight turn once and you go into the filter and you go to the net, you know? Yeah. He goes, where's everyone trying to bring the puck? Yeah. To the net, go there and hang out there. And I'm like, why is he like? Why is he simplify it that easy? It's, yeah. I got like a million things wheeling around, like what I should do out there, what am I trying to dangle, and this right. guy's simplifying it for me. But there's just like little things that I yeah. took from him, you know. Yeah. But the licking the stick thing. Not licking the stick. Yeah, I never saw did... him do that. He's a psycho of amazing uh, proportions with all of his like rituals or superstitions or whatever. But yeah, I saw. Uh, what, what's what, what happened there? What what? Oh, we were talking before yeah, our, yeah. we were coming to talk to you. We're like, we gotta ask him about yeah. like. And I actually forgot, so I'm glad you just brought it up. On yeah. Your own. yeah. No. Um, so it was me and Max. If you watch the video, it was me and Max sitting together. I hadn't scored in a long time, you know. And I remember Gino. At one time, Gino would kiss his blade. Yeah. Kiss his blade in the dressing room, and me and Max were like, "Is that the secret? <laughs> Is that the secret?" The Russian power. And I think Talbot Tal kissed his blade, and I was like, I was, I was like, Max. I haven't scored in 15 games, and I, I'm already licked the blade. He goes, you don't lick it. I go, Beyond kissing, you went to the next, yeah, you went to like I, second I, base. I, yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I licked a stick. And the only good thing, I scored two goals, but as soon as I came off the ice, Jen, she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, what? She goes, why'd you lick your stick? Everyone's talking about you licking a stick. Yeah. I'm like, 
oh my god and, 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 and yeah <laughs> and then I, you know everyone from back home has hurt me but again when you're in a slump and the amount of pressure every game again a guy that's making that much money or yeah. you know it's your living if you don't score and you're expected to at least, you know pop one every 10 games and you don't you start gripping the stick a little tighter sure. you know again like when you think of brian rust Russ scores in bunches, you know? Remember that one here struggling? Mm-hmm. He couldn't score. 33 games. Yeah, and again, yeah. it's crazy, but that's what makes guys elite goal scorers, like a Phil Kessel. The consistency. Yeah, yeah they, they just, they you know, they, I feel like they just, I got I got worse the more, the less I scored. You know, I, I, I grip my stick tighter where I feel like those guys, they're the same every game. You know, and I, I again, for me, if I went five games, I'd start thinking about it. You know, I was in a saw, yeah. I'd hinge or something, you know, on a muffin or I hit him in the face, you know, but again, that, that, there it is. Licking the stick, slump buster, stick lick. I was, I, I'm telling, I was willing to do anything to score, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's like in the dressing room, everyone's like, throw it off my face or whatever. Yeah. I need one right now, yeah. you know, take it any way yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, if you score a goal, it's a hundred thousand dollars. You yeah. think about it, you know, like, yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah. Every goal. You oh, like, that's what Ray said to me too. When he signed you also, you talk about that. That's what I forgot. I was like trying to think, what did he tell me? He's like, oh yeah, TK, yeah, we signed him. We brought him in. Then we signed him this contract and I paid him this much. And I think he scored like two goals. So I paid him like $300,000 a goal. <laughs> and he was like, ha ha ha. You know? <laughs> Just laughs it off. <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> You can do the math. Hey, Ray, I want a cup for you. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. No, I put no, 21 and you signed me, whatever. Yeah, but uh, no, again, the, that that was that Penguin team and obviously Ray and building a team. And we had like, again, we had such a tough team too. Like we had a lot of guys that were characters for toughness from Ray, from Talbo, Adams. We had like, again, for how tough Philly was, we came back with our own toughness. So, you know, like we had all guys that were, willing to go we, we wouldn't win but we, we were willing to go you know like with Talbot fighting Carcello and oh, you know yeah. all those guys like you hear stories about those guys like they also wouldn't sleep because they oh. knew like their meal ticket was fighting I know but the, the craziest thing like I I just thought they were wired I never knew because I would have talked to him about it because you know, know. I would have like yeah, hey yeah. like you know you know what I'm feeling yeah like, yeah like I that's another thing like I feel like hockey bears have such pride that they don't talk about a lot of stuff and obviously it's changing now with like you know um all that stuff but i wish i would have known because i would have loved to talk to those guys say hey like you know like sometimes at night like we're, we're playing sean avery and madison square gardens again i used to like i hated avery i hated him and i knew i had i fought him like four times and i didn't win one yeah but every night before I was I was so nervous because yeah. I was like he's pretty tough. I mean, I think he, underrated, underrated, tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, he underrated, pretty decent player yeah. too. I think like oh, they, he, but I he was such it. a rat that like it took away he, from all. Yeah, the you talk never knew what you never knew what he was gonna do. So yeah. again, we played master. I didn't sleep one wink because I was like he's coming. So he was coming at me first shift, and before he did anything, I dropped my gloves and I went to hit him, but he fell. So we were on the ground. We went, both went to the box for two minutes, yeah. and I'm like. We good? Hey, we're good. We good? And, yeah. and I can just see him. He's just sitting there, and you can. I can just see him getting madder and madder. And, and I, I'm looking up. It's like 
minute 10, minute nine. And I'm, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm trying to get myself mad. You know, and you're like, yeah, you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, oh, this sucks. This is, this sucks. You're like, check please. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's in the other box. He's like, can I get the dessert menu? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as we came out. Get me out of here. Yeah, as soon as we came out, he goes, let's go. But that was like, again, hated it at the time. But now when I think back on my career, I'm like, Center Ice Master Square Garden. Yeah, fun like, to be in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but at the time, I would have been. I would have rather been anywhere in the world, you know. Yeah. Like, but it was again. I hated that kind of anxiety stuff. Like, I, I, uh, I dealt with that stuff. But what helped me a lot too was like there's a girl, Amy Kimball. I think she was around yeah, Wilkesbury. She was. She really helped me control what I can control. You know, even now. Sports psychology. Yeah. Preparation. Yeah, just like writing mental my anxiety. Thought. Yeah, just like that stuff. Like. I think the Penguins are the first ones to bring someone like that that you can talk to about what you're dealing with. Because again, if you went to a coach, it was like, you know, and again, even with the players, like it was, it was hard yeah. for any player to go, hey, I'm like having trouble sleeping because of this. Or like, hey, like I haven't scored, help me out. You know, where she was like the middle person with the Penguins where you could say, hey, I'm struggling right now. And she would really, you know, hey, this is what you should do. This, is, this will help you out. Yeah. You know, take a step back. You know, tips, hey, hacks, ideas. Yeah, yeah, just and again, yeah. like I remember for a game the night before, I'd I'd write out five pieces of paper of all my thoughts, and it was like when it was on paper, yeah. it was crazy because it was in my mind. I'd be able to sleep great, you know. But if I didn't write anything, it would just like a hamster ripping, ripping, yeah, ripping. Yeah. But as soon as I read it, wrote wrote it down on a piece of paper, it was it was out there. Yeah, I don't know. It was on yeah. paper, you know. And again, you know, like the little ones in the hotel rooms, yeah. I'd rip through the whole thing, you know. I, and again, it's just like stupid thoughts, you. Yeah. You know, stuff that like the next morning you're like, that's stupid, you know, but at, at night it means, I don't know, it's, it seems bigger than it is, you know, so. It seems like you were talking a little bit about the mental health aspect and yeah. I know that that was something you wanted to talk about a little bit, but yeah. in just in general, that's, I feel like that's something, I know Colby yeah. does some stuff here in Pittsburgh, but that's in general something that's still kind of looked at, mm -hmm. not taboo, but it's not as widely accepted as it should be. And, and athletes probably are, are, you mentioned it, it's like the culture that you guys are in, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to, to speaking openly about that. Yeah, I think especially with athletes, there, there's so much pride. You know, you never want to open up to someone, but when you do, you know, especially now, there's such more awareness. Like, it's okay to talk. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was able to talk to Amy that, like, changed my life. Right. You know, but again, like, playing with Colby or, like, you know what I mean? I wish it was more talked about. Again, I felt it, in that regard, like, if I played with you, I wouldn't know you were going through that just because I wouldn't know. Exactly. Like, you know, you're a good teammate. Like, hey, stay with it, bud. Stay with it. Yeah, Meanwhile, like, you don't know, like, you know? You know, it, it's, it's, it's so different. And you said taboo or, like, a stigma, and I think... You know, all the doors getting kicked in, and there's a lot of uh, initiatives around it, and um, more conversations around it, which is which is really good. But I think we're just uh, get the job done, dummy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And like, like don't work. What, 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 whatever. You know, yeah. I think my biggest fear was getting knocked out mm -hmm. in front of everyone. That was like, and I was not a fighter or anything, but no. like that was my biggest fear, and that would keep me up at night. You know. But at the end of my career, I remember a tough guy goes, "No matter what, you're gonna fight. You're, no matter who you are." You're gonna get clipped once. It just is, you know. It's just like, yeah. but I, I was always like that prideful guy and whatever. But like, it's just a performance anxiety yeah, like hitch yeah. in your brain that like. And like now, like when you think when you when when all the players went back to the room and they shut the door, yeah. it's crazy because you don't know what happens behind that door, and you wish you would because I think it'd be a You'd lot relate more, more to everyone yeah. else, right? Again, yeah. like, you know, like just different players and hearing the different um, struggles. 
it's so cool. It it should be. They should you don't almost feel have like you're like left alone on an island, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I was normal. Other guys were dealing. With I was like too, normal. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, you think like, you know, what the heck am I? What's wrong with me? Because I I was with Stalzy for three years, mm-hmm. and this guy Stalzy slept like a bear. Mm-hmm. Like nine o'clock, he'd be like this, and I'd be like twelve thirty, be like. Like just ripping around, like mind flying so around. So did I. I'd yeah. be like, Sid, you sleeping? <laughs> and they'd be snoring. He's like, huh? I'm like, are you sleeping? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, I just wanted to talk to him. And, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you're like, am I weird? Or, you know, but yeah, yeah. again, I think being able to speak and like having more of that being it's okay to be not okay was it's like unbelievable, you know, and especially sports psychologists. Like in junior, I didn't even, a sports psychologist was like, what yeah. you, now it's like I have. You know, with what I do, I have kids that are 12 that are dealing with like anxiety and stuff, and they're playing like double A, triple A hockey. Yeah. You know, and it's like they're struggling a lot because they don't know how to deal with their emotions, you know? Yeah. But now, you know, talking to them and even some of the books I read, I remember, I think there was a book, it was called Dan Give Us Mind Gym. Yeah. And it was just talking about how to manage your mind. There's Mario wrote a book, uh, Mario's got a book. A good book and it's like all questions of like like what's your game this is what you need to play good you know it had like it was yeah, a checklist stuff yeah analyzing yeah he's yeah. got a real good book and I remember like you know I'd highlight stuff but there's like that stuff helped me because I as an athlete you always want to try to figure out everything you know yeah. you want to figure out how the team's playing you know even with your own mind you want to figure out what's the problem with me so or evolving in what works for you, yeah, and I feel exactly probably do it through your whole. You know, career. some guys had a couple of glasses of wine. Yeah. I wasn't a guy. If I had a couple of glasses of wine, I wouldn't wake up for practice. So, like, <laughs> you know. Um, but again, I think that that stigma is leaving a little bit, you know. Yeah. But it's scary remembering playing with guys that were going through a lot that you didn't know, which sucks, you know. Because I felt yeah. like again, we all care about yeah, each other as a team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I would have been there. Or, me, I wish I would have known. Right, and then know? they turn other directions to cope with it, right? Yeah, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, my my junior coach. I, I started having sleeping problems like in junior, and I remember my junior coach was Danny Lambert. He was like a tough guy yeah. for the Ottawa Senators, and I was like, one time he was driving me home, or because he lived from where I was from, and I was like, you ever have problems sleeping? He goes, no, I slept like a bear. I was like. You know, I was like, oh my God. There's that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you sleep? I'm like, I'm fine. I slept yeah, yeah. like a bear last night, three hours. Like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, three hours. You know, it was, but again, uh, but I should have said, hey, I have trouble sleeping. But I, again, you're 17 or, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. 25, it don't matter. You, you know, you hate, you know, being open, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the NHL teams are really starting to help with that, even the NHLPA. You know, like the alumni, hockey talks events, yeah. And even like, I found like, so when I signed, I went from making like a little bit amount of money, then I went to San Jose and I signed a pretty big deal. And I, and I remember when I signed a big deal, in my mind, I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna be second, third, first, second line, are gonna put up 25 this year. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think their assistant coach, Jay uh, Woodcroft, out of Jimmy Oilers, yeah, yeah. he goes, I think we put you in the right situation, we're gonna, you're gonna get 25 30. And I was like, oh, well, I'm a dangler now, you know? And yeah, I didn't yeah. know, no, if you play your old school way of just going and banging in. But if I, I didn't have, I had five goals at Christmas. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a bust, yeah. you know? And again, I struggled my whole time in San Jose and I don't, 
I think my expectations were like I was going to be a goal scorer, and I think they were expecting it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that just snowballed like yeah. crazy. Like, well, that's communication. Yeah, like, like Billy talked yeah. to you, or you know, yeah. Dan talked to you in your Pittsburgh yeah. time. This is what you are. Especially of, going to a new team, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you're, like yeah, you want to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like you, you're, your pressure team, of the new deal. Yeah, yeah, your teammates, but you're not as. Like you're so close. I was with Pittsburgh for six years. You know, I felt like I was a little bit more open with those guys than like Joe Mabelsi or Joe Thornton. You know, which those guys bring. They they taught me a different element of the game, but I wasn't. They didn't teach me that part. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't open enough with them with that. You know, so. But again, it was a lot of different things. Well, I I would say congrats on all the stuff that you do uh, with your post-career stuff now one with just training kids and being like a massive impact in the community representing penguins still yeah, and your yeah. stanley Thank cup you. but also that aspect the mental health aspect yeah. with your uh clients or students whatever you want to yeah. call it i i don't know like uh, we know you're better half smarter half yeah, yeah. better looking half. Me, i guess yeah, i can keep going yeah, yeah. uh yeah, it's yeah. from here it's a way longer list than which yeah, what yeah. brings you back here and then obviously the pittsburgh connections and being so dialed in with a family yeah. uh and brandy your wife and and being from here as yeah. well that's that's where it's this is all kind of worked out perfectly it feels yeah. right do you feel like yeah i feel like i'm at home like your home yeah yeah i feel like i'm at home obviously where i'm from is going to be you know where i'm yeah. from you know but right. i feel like i'm at home you know i yeah. feel like this is where i want to raise my kids so i want to have a family and again i love pittsburgh you know i yeah. i feel like it's my it's my home you know again i enjoy you know going to the penguin game going to Steeler game i have really good friends you know you get your ear like yeah friends that you're friends with you yeah, know and yeah. I got a lot of good friends here you know obviously it changes because you move away from home but like again Pittsburgh's such a good place for me and again I I don't know about you but like everyone that played always wants to feel welcome and appreciated and Pittsburgh does that for me you know again when you go yeah, to, that's like the question why Pittsburgh why you live here well your wife's from yeah here, my wife for here, you yeah like why because um, again it just it makes me feel good to be here you know yeah. obviously the Penguins are a big influence on my life again I couldn't see me living anywhere else um it's a good place for my kids you know their grandparents are here and again it's built-in a... babysitters that's what i free, heard free, free babysitting free. let's a go baseball throw away yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no uh yeah no live an easy good, good life yeah, comfortable yeah. life and uh a business yeah still in the game yeah again it's uh it's fun it's yeah. uh keeps me young I'm, a lot of connections a lot of great kids I, I just hope in the future you know i get a kid that's run through my program that plays in the show well, maybe Cruz, and then yeah, yeah. You know, he's got some I got up and one. comer. Yeah, I got a 17 month old. So how, how early can I get on the ice with you? And <laughs> when do I get the discount? Yeah, you get a TK discount. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, TK yeah. Well, discount. We can talk about that, but uh, you got to wear t- his logo on broadcast. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'll, I'll wear a hat. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got my my TK. He's three and a half. Yeah. You know, he skates with this like little girl, and I skate them. You know, and I'm like, all right. We're looking for about 14 more players. I can kind of groom them until like a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes and we win, you know. All-star team. Yeah, yeah. And TK. TK's three. And he's like to learn to play. But he he just wants to be around kids. I don't even know think he likes Do they have basketball. the sit equipment? Yeah. 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 I did yeah. that for all my kids yeah, too. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cutting the shin pads, make sure they fit, you know, making Style. sure you look. Yeah. Like, I think we've always had the conversation. Out, man. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to look like an NHL yeah, player yeah. to be an NHL player. Yeah. So I, I got TK looking that way anyways. So, but uh, thank you guys for coming, man. This has been Stanley awesome. Cup champion. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for doing the shift with us. Thanks for not fighting me, Colby, and fighting. That's why we separated. I man. got tired of losing. This table is the Great Barrier. It's about showing up.